Hold on, no, we've got to do those vocal exercises. See, I feel like the reason why I have been so dead these past few episodes is that I spend half an hour in silence before the podcast, so there's no momentum. Mm-hmm. So now, uh, please take off your headphones because I don't know what I'm going to do. Wait, so do we actually start the podcast or not? <laughs> I think we are. Okay, we're starting. The countdown is on. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Die Dog Lock, the Gamer Matters Podcast. Die Dog Lock, the Gamer Matters Podcast, episode 36. Jesus fuck, we've been doing these 36 episodes already. Yes. That's a lot of time when you consider that, like, approximately two hours an episode. That's 72 hours. You could listen to this podcast for three whole days. I'm going to do this every episode and hopefully someone out there, you, you out there, compile this all. <laughs> and introducing compile the panel. Uh, compilation of reactions. Uh, introducing the panel, we have one Amirul, Wam. Hello. Next, we have Daniel. Hello. And also over there, we have Anand. What up? And He's laughing like in the shadows like a Vindicare assassin. And I am Amirul Macronos Ashraf and we have a show to run. Ooh-hoo. Yeah. We have had a semi-decent news week, I guess. We had TennoCon. And we had... Uh... What else do we have? I feel like there was more news. Oh, they are. Just look at the docket. We have uh, we have a lot to go through. And this is not covering the things that just announced during the recording session that may or may not be discussed. So, so before, before we, we actually get into it, like, how's everyone been doing? Like, I want to know what you guys are like. Because as we as the fans have guessed, we're not actually friends. Like, we're only here because we all... <laughs> we're like those those K-pop idol groups, you know? Like, we just went to a talent agency, and then we all auditioned separately, and then some guy was like, put these four in a podcast. It's like, what, what are you guys doing? What have you guys been doing this week? Starting I just recovered with... from dying. <laughs> yeah, Daniel, you, you, you bet first. Yeah, I just recovered from dying from a fever, so that's nice. I I heard that's really bad. I heard I hear people die when they're killed. Yes. What about you, Anan? What are, what are, what are you up to? Uh, Yakuza Zero all week. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I see. And Mac, what what about you? Well, a lot of PC games for the past two weeks. I have another laptop to review. Apparently. Ooh, it's the fancy Ooh. here with all the laptops. Ooh. Well, I I have to make it up from the events. So events. yeah, that, that that was last that was last episode, wasn't it? God, these uh, episodes feel yeah. so far away. Two weeks is like the cap of my attention span. Like if it 
if it was two weeks ago, it may as well have been another episode, like of my life, you know. Yeah, the so, rank capacity limited. Understandable. Yeah, we can relate. Exactly. Uh, so where do we go from here? Where do we go from here? Well, I guess since we're talking, because I'm the only one who didn't do anything game related, so. <laughs> Guess I'm gonna talk about that. Oh my god, you just... <laughs> <laughs> we got you better, everyone. We all got you so... better. The docket changes immediately. It was oh, no, it's cause... Here's the thing, right? Okay, so... Behind the curtain stuff. I am usually one of the first people to write my docket every week. And I'm always like, Oh shit, this is gonna be so funny to talk about on the podcast. Then come time of the podcast, I'll be like, this wasn't as funny as I thought it was. And then that's why you always get like, you get those episodes where I seem more dead than usual because I'm like, oh no, I've committed to a bit, but I I am not in on the bit, you know? <laughs> so, instead, my uh, I'm just going to roll with it and see whichever story feels the most interesting and delete the ones that I don't, that I don't want. <laughs> oh my god. In this episode, there was only one. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much because you got because you guys want and you guys want humor my stupid Pokemon ideas. So, it's forty k corner, guys. It's been a while, but it's back. Ah, <laughs> uh, time to dust off. Bring, bring, bring the brooms. Bring the dust, dust, dusters, so, dusters. Yeah, right. that's the word. So, a huge problem I have had with forty k is I own a lot of models, right? This is a problem every 40k player has. I own a lot of models. I have a Riptide battle suit sitting on my desk that I have not been able to play with once because uh, my friend and I just cannot find a points limit that we can play at that's good for both of us. So Papa GW, Chaos God of uh, Models, comes down and says, I have given you a new game. It's called Apocalypse. Basically, it's all about fielding all <coughs> your models at once. And what? it's really, really fast for a lot of models. So my friend and I went to the store to try it out. The week before it came out, they had like demo sessions, right? And here's the thing about, here's the, thing about the store I go to. Holy the shit. store I go to, a lot of the players are fucking, like they're, they're dads, essentially. They bring their kids with them, you know? Oh, okay. wow. So, <laughs> no, this this isn't gonna be what you think of because kids are well behaved most of the time, oh, you know. No. So the the owner of the store is just like, oh yeah, yeah, because uh, everyone here is just playing Imperium. So since you and your friend are the only two Xenos players in a five hundred mile radius, like you can join you can join in on this game. Uh, you can borrow some store models to beef up your army, and you know. We'll, we'll have a good 2v2. So my friend and I are like, eh, yeah, sure. I'm Tao, he's Elba. So first off, uh, we go to borrow the models from the store cabinet. And the Elda big guy unit is called a Wraith Knight. He's a cool giant mech. And there are two models of it. One with guns and one with a big sword and shield. So I grab the one with the big sword and shield and... And the store owner goes, oh, actually, you may want to take the one with the guns. Like, it may be more appropriate for this battle. And I'm like, no, no, no. 
Because my friend, he fucking loves melee. Every game he plays, he always goes for the Buster Sword characters. So I'm just like, no, no. I know what Sam's about. Like I, <laughs> So I take the Sword and Shield one. Sure enough, he goes crazy with the Sword and Shield and starts like tearing up the board game. It now, some guy... Huge. <laughs> like, yeah. huge. I see the scale models right now. And yeah, the Wraith Knight is a... If you watch the Dawn of War 3 trailer, the giant Elder mech is a Wraith Knight. Uh, to put it oh, in see. gaming terms that some people may know, uh, remember Supreme Commander? Yeah, those big units compared to the normal units. That's the scale we're talking about here. Moving yeah, on. Ap- <laughs> Apocalypse is, is for mainly for you to be able to like just throw a bunch of those at each other. So we're setting up the, the thing, right? So my Tau army is like a lot of mechs. A lot of smaller mechs. And this kid is like running around and he's just like, he sees he sees us setting up our table. And he goes, are you guys going to fight? And, you know, you see like a bunch of soldiers and shit and all, all lined up. And I was like, no, nah, we're going to have a tea party, man. And he goes, what? And I'm like, yeah, we're going to have a tea party. So you see those two shipping containers. We're going to form a table and then we're just going to sit at the table and have a tea party, man. And this because this is what I love about messing with kids, right? Because like, robots don't have tea parties. And I'm like, yeah, of course they do. He's like, no, they don't. I'm like, dude, I draw robots for money. I, I can 100% confirm to you, kid. Robots have tea parties. This kid's like, but they'll get electrocuted. like, no, electrocuting is something that happens to people. And robots aren't people. Ergo, robots can't be electrocuted. Ergo, robots can have tea parties. <laughs> Meanwhile, the moment this kid like came in to to our sphere of contact, my my buddy Sam was just like immediately like backing off as quickly as possible. And so Sam gives me this look, and the moment the kid leaves earshot, he's like, "You are a fucking asshole." <laughs> <laughs> His mind changed forever knowing that robots can have tea parties. <laughs> yeah, man. Robots can have tea parties, guys. You heard it here first. Uh, the actual game, like Apocalypse, is really cool. Like It's really, really fast. Uh, oh, cool. Sweet. Hey, dog, you want to be on this podcast? Shut Sweet. up! Did <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. Yeah, so... Uh, so the game itself, pretty cool. Uh, it feels very like fast, essentially, because the highest amount of health anything has is like five health, and the way health works is really really cool. But yeah, the game itself pretty fun, especially if you have like a big army, because you can just field whatever the fuck you want really, as long as you can fit it into a detachment. So like were tempted to go to the store to play again because I have this huge, stupid mech detachment that I want to try out, which is all just a bunch of big mechs. So we'll see how that works. We'll see how that works. The main point I'm telling the story is just about how like I fucked around with that kid. <laughs> he, that kid was... Uh, he, he went around. like he, he was just like, this guy says that robot... You guys are having a tea party and everyone else who's like, setting up the game is just like... Yeah, if that's what he says, I guess. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> I'm like my, thanks, guys. My table, my roof. 
I'm gonna kill you. Not to everyone. Put your kids away. Stay. Yeah. Put them away from mom before he puts. Okay, that sounds wrong. That sounds. <laughs> no, not that kind of. Okay, let's let retract that because it might have other cons- consequences. It sounds. Yes, are the implications? <laughs> my, favorite, I... my favorite thing though is this: this kid like he's grab he starts grabbing my model and he's just like. Can, uh, the robots are really cool. I'm like, I know. That's why I spent an unholy amount of money on them. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford ramen tonight. <laughs> well, yeah. So that's that's a 40k corner. Apocalypse is really fun. Uh, <laughs> this, they've released a bunch of big box sets. They're like 600 ringgit each. Uh, they come with more than 600 ringgit worth of models. So if you want to get into the hobby, this now's a really good time. Especially if you love Big Macs, because uh, the Knight box set is 620 ringgit. It comes with one Knight Castellan, which is the huge Knight. Like, lots and lots of guns. And two smaller Knights, uh, Amiga Warglaives. Like, the Castellan itself is 600 bucks. You get the Warglaives for free. That's my phone. Forgot to put that on silent. But yeah, so that's uh that's forty k corner. I'll keep you posted the next time one of these shows up. <laughs> Probably oh, soon. Oh, that... and one one more thing. Just shout out to my buddy Sam because he made his kill team all look like FF seven characters. Oh my god! Mm. <laughs> he has an Elda. Dre- that looks like Cloud Strife. I think if you follow me on Twitter, I've I think I've posted a few photos of it on Twitter. We so we did a Midgar bombing run mission where I had to defend some reactors from fucking avalanche. Oh that boy, that was incredibly stupid but incredibly fun. Just a reminder that model that forty k is as fun as you want it to be. <laughs> yeah, dog agrees. And now to figure out what where should we move on to? <laughs> I mean, this is more behind the curtain stuff. We never actually plan how it goes on to. It's just whoever speaks first gets to decide where it goes next. So I'm going <laughs> to say it's time for the Warframe Cryo podcast. Bleep bloop. <laughs> uh, make sure Mesa doesn't pull a phone. Kuva leash because it's the Warframe Cryo podcast. Yeah. Okay, first off. Kuva leash. Is the coolest name ever. Like, Jesus Christ, that's cool. So, apparently, after a long, long, well, for some veterans might say, a long drop of content, we have Tenocon that arrived last weekend. Yeah, last weekend. And along with that, a lot of new announcements and reveals and a 40-minute gameplay demo, live gameplay demo. That's pretty cool to see. Shoutouts to the guys that demo it. You know how, like, on E3 presentations where we don't get to see uh, the, the the machines, the gears, turning out on making those live gameplay demos as it is. Mm-hmm. But, like, after mm-hmm. the whole session of the Warframe Imperium demo, which we'll talk about after this, they were just like, ah, good job, guys. We did it. High five. If you saw it on Twitch.tv. It was mm-hmm. pretty cool to see. Oh, it's a reminder that this is uh, just like 
indie developers doing their thing and somehow they managed to get a convention running because we paid too much for platinum and space robots. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I I showed the new cinematic to my brother and I was like I paid for like my plat spending my plat spending habits paid for this. You see how smooth that operator's hair is? Yeah, me. <laughs> So, Warframe will get a new cinematic intro after all these years. And it's a CGI intro, a very expensive one, directed by... I forgot his name, but he's the guy who directed one of the episodes for Black Mirror. He did 10 Clover, Phil Lane, and they are coming a charter mm-hmm. movie. And apparently, he's a Warframe player as well. So, kudos. He did a good job. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh, his, I mean, you have to be a Warframe player to say yes to this. A lot of also, nods. I a lot of people are like, it's by the director of Black Mirror. Isn't Black Mirror like directed each episode directed by a different person or something like that? Yeah. Where hence why I say one of the episodes because I I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I'm I'm criticizing like the rest of the world because they're always just like this cinematic was directed by the guy who did Black Mirror. I was like, guys, Black Mirror is an anthology. It's like asking who the main character of Black Mirror is. There is no main. But yeah, dude, that cinematic was sick, man. And now to see when will they put in the the intro. And yeah. I, I guess should... I showed it I showed it to my brother by the way. So uh the cinematic has the the, the starter frames, right? Vault uh Vault Excalibur and a piece of shit, right? Um So for the part where they show off Vault they show him running and then it cuts back to Excalibur and my brother was like, even in the cinematic about Vault, we still get nothing but Excalibur. Oof. But yeah, I think it looks cool and should be a good grapple because I don't know how how much they revise the new player experience as they call it. But yeah, this should give them the the hook for new players to come through when they started for frame. Because I think one of us already started the game just recently. Hmm? Oh, was it who's you, man? Did you just start Warframe? I wonder who's that. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder. Who is that. I I should have told you to not play just yet until they implement all those cool stuff. But eh. That's okay, he's playing on PS4, right? Yeah, I'm playing on PS4 and Why PC. I'm playing PC as well, but just... I forgot. I forgot where, where I was. No, it's fine, Daniel. Okay, so basically Daniel just started the Warframe again, I guess. No, just, mm-hmm. just, just join us. I have tons of new Warframes that are not leveled yet. So I we can we can run low level content, no problem. This is bribery. This is bribery. <laughs> no, I think I think I still need to form out my revenant as well. So you know. When I get my computer running back and running again. Yeah, I have oh, Metal Wolf colored Atlas running to go. <laughs> Why is he Metal Wolf colored? Because America. <laughs> no, I I, I got because him. America. I got him when Metal Wolf was announced. We get to that later. So anyway, uh the big the uh, big gameplay reveal of Warframe Empyrean, previously revealed as Real Jack, 
Hmm? It's pretty impressive. Well, this is basically you. You cannot play this solo. Obviously, you need a core of buddy to do all this content. So. So when when are we going to get the Diadot log ship? The, the SS, SS Diadot. Yeah, yeah, jelly bean. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so so we have to do a conf- uh, 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 convention where all of the reference uh, we hide a lot of jelly bean references, just like Red mm-hmm. God damn it, Rebecca! <laughs> Apparently, she wore, the attire she wore is a JoJo reference. God damn it! Yeah, it was she, Dior colors. she wore Dior pants. She wore Dior, pa- not just colors. Like she had the green fanny pack as well. Like Jesus fucking Christ, Rebecca, you memer. I thought it was just a joke. They really went to it. I, of course, I need to ask people about the JoJo references, lah. And so, moment I saw it, I was just like, "Is did they recolor this? Like, is she actually dressed like Dio in in broad daylight? What the hell?" For those who do not uh, know, the real Jack is basically a spaceship, and you'll get like a new open area that you can travel through. A lot of new resources. You can mine stuff from asteroids. Oh, and the real jack, the ship itself, is sort of like an FTL system where you have a pool of energy, and you can turn on and off modules. So let's say, oh, we're going to combat. Power, power to the weapons. Go. And then, oh, you're going to go Ooh. to stealth mission. Okay, put the power to the stealth generator and hide your real jack so you can sneak the the other thing that you want to attack. Wait, did you say asteroid mining? Yeah, you can shoot can, stuff can... and get materials. Oh, I thought I thought you can leave the ship and then jump, go jump on asteroids and mine them. Oh no, no. Oh, not like that. But you can jump out there and. Use I was gonna your say this is this is anime called uh, Ido or It Zero. It's uh exactly that. It's essentially Warframe but asteroid mining. So if Warframe had asteroid mining. Then it would just I I would just be playing Ido now. It's a good <laughs> anime, by the way. Check it out. Uh, but on, yeah, on the topic of Arc Queens, they given links to everyone, to the roaring crowd. Ah, uh, no nerves. Good. Sweet. Oh yeah, but Arc Queens are modular now, right? They said they are going to add modular Arc Queens. So just like the weapons so far. So you can mix and match stuff. Sweet, cause uh, I'm still using the Odonata. It's still like not maxed out yet because Arcwing missions are very boring. Yep. So every Arcwing have blink later on. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. My only use for Arcwings right now is uh, open world. Uh, oh yeah, speaking of the Kova leeches before, yeah, they've put in a nemesis system in the game. Shadow of Warframe! <laughs> I mean, everyone should do... Actually. It's 2019! <laughs> Finally! Two games doing a nemesis system, the other is Grid 2019 as well. Cool! Finally! <laughs> we got a nemesis system, and apparently, uh, the way it works is that uh, when you kill the Kova leech, it will absorb the power that kills it. So, as I mentioned before, please don't use missiles for them. You're going to kill yourself afterwards. Oh, what if you use Trinity's thing? The damage reflect thing. 
Well, you you screw up then. <laughs> so Invincible Kuvalich. So basically, use your all your shitty uh, abilities on 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 the Kuvalich just to have it uh, underpowered. Yeah, but I see. Uh, they mentioned that it will be personalized to each player, the Kuvalich, and it will grow with you. So they even do the sort of uh, when you kill them, they do the animation and pull the data. Oh, the age, birthplace. Uh, uh, powered absorb. How many times died? It's a cool feature. It should it should bring a lot more players and uh, at least you'll be something to latch into lah. When you keep on doing but, the daily grind. Are you only able to fight in single player? That has not been revealed. The whole thing was uh done while in a mission with your squad. So I'm not sure how they're going to do it. Like, outside, uh, can you tackle it outside your squad? Can you get, uh, is it like, uh, oh, maybe, like, maybe the, like stalker. the stalker? Yeah, probably like stalker. Speaking of which, I feel bad for the stalker, man. Like, he's being replaced <laughs> by everything. Now he's he's just watching all the people excited to fight the Kuvalich, and he's just like, single tear rolls down his eye. All by myself. Cause guess what? No one wants to fight Stalker anymore. Everyone's just like, oh fuck, it's Stalker. I was hoping it'd be the Kuvalich, you know? Oh Poor yeah. Stalker. One other thing, the squad link. This sounds good on paper. I have no idea what this is. So basically, uh when they started the presentation they keep on saying no we are not talking about expansion this year we are talking about connection that's so, stranding so I think Warframe is going to be a strand game and this is one of the strand system <laughs> so Scotland <laughs> the way it works is that okay so during that gameplay demo they showed that when they are tackling this one capital ship suddenly boom oh they have this cool, uh, this big shield generator and you cannot attack it from space. You need someone on Earth to take it down. So what you do is basically send a distress signal. And do, and the people who are playing on the place of an island map, open world. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the demo, it was like the, the other crew, the fish crew was basically just fishing. <laughs> and then they, they op, it's an opt-in system. You have to put down the signal radar or something like that. And then... A signal will broadcast, basically an alert saying, oh, this player needs help, this, 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 this. Accept, and it will generate a mission on the fly. You'll get rewards, of course, for taking mm. part. So, basically, you'll just bring in some other other four party, four, four player parties from somewhere else to help your progress. It's an opt-in system, it's optional, but I don't know if it works in... Uh, in real life situation. Yeah, it sounds like a cool party trick, but I don't know how because, often I do Because it. it reminds me like in Division 2, the Division 2 has this cool trick where if you die, you can, you have a choice of either respawn or call for help. As in, call from somebody else who are just like roaming around the open world, they'll join your session and help you and party up. It's a cool system. I turned it off work. when I started the game. Immediately. I want to play solo. So, yeah. <laughs> Sounds good on paper. 
Hmm. And I think that's most of the big things. Ah. Oh yeah. Ah, uh, there's an engine change. Oh, they, an engine change. Yep. So basically, they redone the engine. The first thing they showed in the in the spaceship, there were reflections on the floor, and everybody was like, "Whoa!" RTX on. <laughs> and I think yeah, they they are gearing up for most likely the next generation of consoles. So good on them to think ahead, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that's they, they say change change engine. I think they say updated the lighting system. Yeah, they said change engine, but mostly it's about the lighting system. It's that's the most okay. prominent change, lah. So basically, Which you can bad. see because uh. like Warframe models are pretty, they, they they look pretty good. Like they don't need any more work. Oh yeah, so mostly. <laughs> I'm 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 always surprised that Warframe can still run it on potato systems. But then when you have a good laptop like I have right now over here beside me, it looks marvelous, mm-hmm. man. You know, you, you know, Mac reminds me of the the Excalibur Umbra. You can see, you can feel the cloth textures. <laughs> Mac reminds me of this old fighting game character trope, which is the the character that can do other characters' moves, but only if X condition is satisfied. He's like that. So he doesn't have a permanent good computer, but when he gets a good computer, he can do like all the combos and shit. Are you saying I'm almost like a Kuvalich now? Yes. No, I'm saying you're Shang Tsung. Your soul is mine. Anyway, I think that's most of the Imperial stuff other than... Oh, yeah. Ornstein and Small. Yeah, the other... They were the two Warframes. Some call it Too Fat, Too Furious. Some call it Ornstein and Small. It's basically one is a running man and the other is Kirby. Yeah! <laughs> I'm I'm gonna get, like... Both of them actually, because they look really good. Um, uh, a real name, but, Goss and Grendel, by the way. Goss is the running man, and Grendel is the 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 Kirby. The big, yeah. The big boy. Big boy. Uh, but yeah, I guess I guess that's it for the Warframe Cryo podcast. We're departing now. Unless anyone else, Anan, want to add anything? Uh, I got Necros Prime. Yes. Ah. <laughs> Oh, sweet, ah, but didn't they, didn't they nerf the shit out of him by make, making it so you can't... I don't care. 6,000 oh, yeah. Sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah, you, you get him for free. I thought you like you did the relic thing to get him. Uh, oh, it's fine. Free Prime. Free I, miss, cross. I miss that. I, I didn't wake up for the event. I even had the Twitter tweet me and everything. I literally just ran my laptop from night until morning. <laughs> Piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, basically, uh, same. I, I I forgot. Like, I didn't realize until I woke up and I had a tweet from DE that was like, hey, don't forget to tune in and get your free Necros Prime. And I was like, when was this tweet sent? Six hours ago. <laughs> well. <laughs> well. Uh, so, yeah, lots of new content coming. And, yeah, some of the other things that we probably won't be discussing here are utterly bizarre. So, yeah. He's hoping stuff like that. And with that, I guess we can extract. Extract. And on to another fan favorite. Diacast. Meow. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
So Daniel gave us a little preview of what to expect from this week's Dyer.cast. And uh, it's a juicy one. Daniel, what's Ooh. going on? What's, what's going, going on, on in Vroom Vroom Land? Did Lightning McQueen come back? No, but something else came back. <laughs> the the respects of the long... Uh, it's not going to say Godzilla, right? Because technically... Honda it's Godzilla in Formula 1. The track from the rising sun. <laughs> the track from the rising sun. <laughs> I mean, we never know why is uh, Honda punya uh, Japanese meaning, right? So uh, whatever. So Honda came back to F one finally after a decade of not doing anything. Yeah, but did uh-huh. come back to the top step of the podium to be exact? They won a race. Race. They won a race, and then they bought in the but the head engineer to take pick up the trophy for the but best best cars or whatever, uh constructor. Mm. Uh, that flex. <laughs> and the the honor, flexing. Got the honor uh, partnership lah. So basically, it was a Red Bull Honda win on home soil, essentially at the what else Austrian GP, Austrian Grand Prix. The Austrian GP, the Red Bull ring. <laughs> Yep, the Red Bull Ring. So, <coughs> the best part is like, they they won it after like Ferrari uh, got the lead for the, all but the last 10 laps. So, <laughs> nah, last, last minute, uh, last yeah, minute last overtake to get the win, which is one is a pretty stonker move by Max Verstappen. And also, man, mm-hmm. Leclerc, Leclerc just don't just doesn't have the luck, man. See, okay, so I don't watch sports. I can mm. never tell if something interesting is happening. But the few times I've watched F one, like that's always my favorite thing when shit happens in the last ten laps. <laughs> and then, like, you check Twitter, and everybody's losing their mind. Like, what the fuck is this? Ah! <laughs> No man, it's like it's the it's those <laughs> anime where like someone is doing fixed matches, and then at the last second they decide like they don't want to do fixed matches anymore, so they win anyways. Yeah, that... the, the climax and then the build up. Which I'm, oh, yeah, the you know like in Naruto the the fucking Seiya music that was oh, happening yeah. in the on the Honda team radio it's like oh Seiya. <laughs> So I guess yeah, the Austria GP is basically the the main arc, uh, the main development arc, and the few two three races. It's I the mid season finale. It's the mid season finale. Yeah, season finale. <laughs> Which explains why Monaco and uh, the French Grand Prix was basically filler episodes. Nothing happened. The final. The final talk filler about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. It took them, uh, they came back to F1 in like 2015. So it took them four years, yeah, four years to reach to a winning state. Which I think we can also thank Red Bull because they built quite an OP of a car, no matter what engine they're using. Did it give it wings though? Did like angel wings come out of the of the wing of the engine of the car and push it forward? They, Did we I, get the third impact, but for F1 cars? 
there is a Aston Martin sticker which have wings on the badge. So literally, it has wings. <laughs> but only on one literally... car. But only on one car. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can is... you can you imagine F1, tapi Evangelion. So you have like fucking Barrichello makes his car go berserk. <laughs> <laughs> Then it's basically uh, party mode then. It's party mode then. <laughs> the timer, but the timer runs down and okay, yeah, fifty-nine seconds. Do it now. <laughs> so basically, ah, we know how to switch as F one now. Instead of uh, Formula E's attack mode, we have over overdrive party mode. For each car, you have this allocated time where you get to turn up the power to this much, and you can do whatever you want. Screw DRS, um, overpower mode. It sounds like Trans Am from Gundam. Like your car turns bright red and, and has the after image every time it, it drives. And the craziest part, you will push the engine to the limit and, and if you... And if most likely, the engine will broke down after the use. So it's a one-button limit <coughs> break. That mm. will kill you. Uh, that have consequences on the after races because there is engine penalties and stuff like that. Again, so yeah, it's mm. a big, big gamble if you want to use that button. The save it for your button. Save it for your season finale. Normal <laughs> like that's in probably in Japan. Ooh, <laughs> ironic <Really> enough. Say yeah. Oh, so shout outs to McLaren by the way. They've been low key being performing right now. Hmm. Like, like how uh, low key are we talking? Like uh you won't see them until the end of the race, low key. <laughs> like one of the drivers yes. was like back of the grid and managed to get like uh eighth place not on the TVA. Mm, at Never. all at all. They have to make a YouTube compilation after that. And then, oh, you see, he overtook all of these cars. Look at how good that is. And we forgot to show it because we don't care. <laughs> hey, but, at least the, this, but at least this race... The, the, underdog. Uh, the, the underdog story. But at least this race, they did show like the, the back markers, right? The underdog races. While struggling at the 17, 80 places. A bit, I the guess. Do, doing that tang. Doing that tang? Doing that tang. Also, my I say, I think I want to make a bold statement, Kata. Ferrari is not going to win this any race. <laughs> Are you well, going to bet on that? <laughs> I will, okay. So, I... If they okay, so this weekend we there will be the British uh, GP. So if they don't win at this track, which they won before last year, nah, that's it. Get ever uh, the season is done basically because they cannot. Well, besides Belgium lah, that's the other place they already won. But if they cannot win in this race, but this weekend's race, nah, that's they won't win at all this year. Hmm. So, so let's see if I was strong. So, what would be my punishment? <laughs> okay, guys, set the bets. So, We're doing this. Set the bets. 
Any ideas? So, uh, if Ferrari didn't win this week, uh, that means if did okay, not this week, because Germany is also next week. So, if they don't win in the, these two weeks, uh, I would win lah, basically. Ah, But if okay, they okay. win, if, if they, they win, ah, uh, if they win any of the two races in July, <laughs> you lose the bet. Okay, uh, I lose the bet. But what? Whatever. What's the penalty? That's the old. penalty is you have to. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of something that we can that we can have fun with. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ! I'm 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 drawing a blank here. All I can think <laughs> of is you have to retweet every tweet Erham makes. Oh, like, oh no! For like three days, yeah. For three days. Oh god. Oh no! I probably change your profile picture on Twitter. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the you can change change your profile picture as well, but to one but, of you know. drawing. <laughs> to one of Ian's drawing. Okay, vale, vale. Uh, I think that's a fair punishment. Ah, <laughs> okay. uh, get him to draw rule sixty three, Raikkonen. So bias, okay. I'll, so I will pay him to make me roll sixty-three Kimi Raikkonen. Okay, deal. Okay, I Perfect. think it's a fair trade. <laughs> it took us some time, but I think we got the we, we nailed it. We nailed this. We, I'm I'm just excited to see roll sixty-three Raikkonen now. <laughs> oh boy. Like even if you even if you win this bet, I I kind of want to see Rule sixty three Raikkonen. Yeah. Hey, uh, if you're an artist, send your Rule sixty three Raikkonen fan art to hi at gameomalaya dot my. <laughs> okay, so alright, so I'll just before we end our Daya cast corner. So if Ferrari does does win between this week or ne or next week, I mm-hmm. have to. Commission Irham to draw me Rule Sixty Three Kimi Raikkonen. Yes, yes. And <laughs> okay. wait with pride. I wear it with pride for one month. Okay, okay for Soon. one month. Yup. Close the bed. Can, can, lock can. it. Ferrari, please, please Ferrari. I'm begging you. We need to see this happen. Come on, come on, Vettel. <laughs> for, for the first time, rooting for Vettel to bottle it. You can do this all the time. Spin, baby, round, baby. <laughs> Just fucking do it, man. So we have two entries on the podcast here about yakuza. Combine it. We call it the yakuza. The yakuza. <laughs> uh, bento. It's was yakuza on sale or something? Because a lot of people have been talking about yakuza. No, I already. bought. I accidentally bought yakuza. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, I know you asked me about it, but I mean, just in general, like everyone I know has been yeah, talking was, about Yakuza. Yeah, it was it was the Steam Summer Sale, so. Uh, and also Judgment came out, I guess that's yeah, why. Yeah, Judgment came out, so that's why they they are also selling their old old Yakuza copies to get mm. Judgment. The Yakuza Hostess Club is on. Yes. Yeah. Ah, Cabaret Club, probably. <laughs> Cabaret Cabaret Club. Mama Samane. So who well, who starting first? Well, you have to start from zero. So Anan, what what have you been doing? I 
I have left Steam on, by the way, like every day for the past week. And I always see Anan go- coming online to play Yakuza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've seen that? I've seen what he shared on his screenshots. <laughs> oh, let's <laughs> see me, man. I can't have this. Okay, we should I'm talk about it. I'm looking that up now. Okay, Anan, what did you encounter? Okay, from Yakuza 0. I mean... Story-wise, okay. Story-wise, okay. People have their opinions. I mean, it's great. But my interest right now is on the sub-stories and the mini-games. <laughs> oh, the famous sub-stories. <laughs> and then currently, I'm having a gambling problem. <laughs> oh? Mahjong, eh? Nope. Blackjack. Oh, oh, Blackjack. You, oh you went oh, with dude. the big money. Blackjack is like crack, man. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter what game you're playing, Blackjack is crack. 21, baby, 21. <laughs> Wait, oh that's... man, I got 16 this time, and he got 17, I wanna go again. 21. Bad 200, and then high stakes game, and then double down. Oh. <laughs> double down? <laughs> oh, in Zero, is it something that you need to search for, or is it unlocked through progression? I forgot. No, you can just go to the... Uh, oh, okay. Okay, so it was Kiwami yeah. that one. It was Yakuza one where you have to go to find some secret shady place. There's a hidden entrance, and then boom, casino. Ding. <laughs> okay, so you be gambling. <laughs> yeah, gambling, and then uh, do you owe money to the real Yakuza now? No, <laughs> and also uh, when I when I was playing. Every time I encounter a gacha machine, I'll pay. Pay the gacha machine. That's the way, man. That's the way. Ten thousand, hundred thousand, one million. I don't care. One million. <laughs> I mean, one million is just one uh one fight with the man in black. So yeah, small change. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot the gacha. I think the gacha thing is also include the you get like equipment, right? Yeah, equipment. Uh, okay, if you're um, lucky, current... you get that golden yeah. shotgun. Yeah, currently my favorite mini game is the the property management and the oh, pocket yeah. and the pocket racing, the Tamiya car. <laughs> <laughs> and no, that no, the pocket racing thing is really in depth. Once you have to figure out which parts you need to put, where the circles. Oh, the Tamiya car is it? Oh yeah, it's pretty in depth. It really is like something that you need to consider a lot. Oh, also you need to be quick on your finger <laughs> because you if you upgrade too high, uh, low stability, mm-hmm. so you need to press button. So basically, you do the dash your guru thing as like you shouting at the car and then the car magically. Yeah. Swordbreaker. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, you, you literally shout the cat the 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 car's name, no. So basically, his enemy is fuck. Oh, he does anyone remember that old that old anime? Let's. Uh, let's him go. Is yeah. it about Tamiya racing? Yeah, that, I call it Dash Yanguro. Yanguro. Yanguro? Ah, uh. uh, yeah. I, that's probably the Japanese. I watched it on TV3, man. It was it was just called yeah. Let's Him Go. <laughs> the old <laughs> yeah. the Yakuza, Yakuza Zero is the best minigame simulator ever. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so that, many things to do. Then so you're going to pay your counter statement. <laughs> 
so, so many things to buy, so many things to play. Uh, I, yeah, I think that I think zero is much funner because, like, because Yakuza Six is like more serious because you know lah, when you cheat one, uh, it's more like crime drama. Tapi the side mm-hmm. stories are by far one of the best. Yep. <laughs> because uh, macam like uh, my one, uh, I think I remember is I have to. There was this one, uh, what you have to solve this lady punya problem lah. Like she's getting these calls, young scam calls, daripada her son kata apa? As, asking her money, tapi it's actually a scam. So kill you, that's what he does best and blast the guys. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which I, uh, tapi which reminds me of this one incident uh, yesterday lah. It was on uh, Twitter yesterday that someone gotten the same scam lah. Like, the same apa, son calling calling to ask money with scam tapi you know how the mother apa the mother oh, yeah, the mother uh, uh, if you're my son tell me 12 girls from can call you put the phone it's by far one of the best thing I've read yesterday the bodo gila what Just if that ever happened with my with my parents, they'd, they'd be the same. They'd just be like, "Ah, uh, what's what's the greatest betrayal of the 21st century?" And if they don't answer, Jessica Jung being forced out of SNSD, then you know. As as all K-pop drama, man. That's uh, you know, you know your son. <laughs> you know, it's a very it's very but. A quiet taste when they ask about SNSD. Ah. <laughs> this quick like callback to F1. By the way, there was one year, uh, SNSD for the second time came to KL for F1 something F1 related. Yeah, and yeah, they were, like, like they, were, they were on TV and stuff. It was <coughs> after Jessica left, so my dad was like, "Hey, isn't this the girl group that you like?" And I'm like, "Jessica's not there anymore." <laughs> <laughs> How broken. Heartbroken. Uh, but yeah, man. So yeah, we'll, uh, Yakuza. Uh, so Yakuza. Uh, there's also one one story because uh, people kept uh, comparing it with your name. <laughs> Tapi what? which at that time your name hasn't been out yet. Oh. Uh, so like. Because... So what you're saying is your name is actually just a Yakuza ripoff. Yeah, a Yakuza <laughs> sub story ripoff. Probably. <laughs> My my favorite Yakuza Zero sub story is uh there's a kid well oh. a kid he, <laughs> he wants to buy a specific magazine oh. in a in a vending machine <laughs> <laughs> but it's not suitable for kids so Kiryu have to sneak around and then go buy the magazine for the little kid. I said you could sneak around. Isn't he an adult? <laughs> no, yeah, no one cares. He buys porn. You get judged by the by the ladies nearby. And the problem is the ladies are the person, the people Kiryu knows. Like they know by name, so it's like the people manager. here you know. So ooh, cannot lah. <laughs> Especially when considering that he's actually buying it for a kid. Consider that. Yeah, that's that's the part where you have to sneak. <laughs> I think the best part is uh, I think it's the ending about it. 
Yeah. Oh, what was the ending for it? Uh, no, uh, not basic. No, I like the the thing about the local what the localization uh, the localization did. Basically, change mm-hmm. the kid's name uh, the tag uh, from a kid something into a sophisticated man. <laughs> sophisticated man. <laughs> After getting the magazine, he becomes sophisticated man. Uh, oh yeah, and then uh, have have you played as Majima yet? Yeah, I've been playing Kiryu Majima. I I I'm in chapter thirteen now. Oh oh oh. I'm in chapter thirteen. Okay, you're so almost on the the final lap then. Uh, have yeah. you have you seen the face of? Face of what? Oh, you have, no. There's a side story no. that's basically face off. Oh, <laughs> I think I know this one. I know this one. Uh, uh, sh- no. I want to tell. <laughs> okay, it's okay. face off. Um, face off a movie. <laughs> it's, it's literally a face off uh, reference. God damn it! Uh, it sounds amazing. Is also, it, also is collecting, collecting Pokemon cards, or oh, maybe not Pokemon cards. <laughs> Legally, this thing. <laughs> Legally, this thing Pokemon cards. I don't know. Yeah, and and collect three of three of the same idol, and you get five million yen. Wow! And then you go to a gacha machine and you spend it all. Yes. <laughs> ah, the yakuza experience. <laughs> I want to get into yakuza, but at the same time, it's just like, it's a bit too like the look of it is a bit too realistic for me to get into. No, no, you need to. I mean, I I have the same impression, and then I get yeah. into it. The, the first chapter will be sluggish. Yeah, it's really awesome. Someone was like, just imagine Kiryu is doing Hamon. And I was like, I think I can do this now. (laughs) So uh, if I somehow get Yakuza, I will I will let you guys know. And also uh one of the uh fighting fighting finisher that my favorite is if you fight on a bridge with uh Majima Kiryu. Uh-huh. You can throw someone out of the bridge in one shot. Literally. Oh. That sounds amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah but they never kill anyone, though. Oh, no. Kiryu never. doesn't kill people. No, no. No, never. <laughs> no. He, does, he does pulls a gun and shoot some helicopter or something in one of the games, uh, but no. Nah, he, he no. survived. He survived. <laughs> no, no, this guy that man. died? No, he's, he's a, it isn't Kiryu's fault. There's another guy who's holding that body. Not kill you. <laughs> you know, and like in Warhammer 40k, if you put your units in a troop transport and you blow up the troop transport, the dudes will be fine. You have to just you have to roll a d6, I think, and on a one, then then you have to worry about the dudes taking damage. But other than that, no, they're fine. They're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> they they just... all got up. You didn't you didn't see? They got they just they just got up. You just body slam the guy with a bicycle, that up. It's fine, it's fine. It's but a flesh wound. Uh. So, uh, now we move from 0 to 6, I guess. Daniel, what have you been doing with Yakuza? I feel, uh, that was talking about Yakuza 6. Oh, I thought we were still talking about 0. Like, that's what I said. Yakuza what, 0, and even though it's two different games, it's it's still a part of Yakuza, the Yakuza experience. Uh it flows uh, naturally, eh? Nama. Because both of them, well, structurally it's the same. Tapi, uh, yeah, it's just a moral. Story. 
Yeah, I'm playing on the end of the game, end of the series. Well, Anna is playing the end, the first of the series. I've played the remastered, Kiwami, the the original one. So, no, yeah. the original one, Shenmue. <laughs> don't talk about shit. No, we'll talk about Shenmue after this. God damn it. No, Shenmue d- should die because we got Yakuza already. Uh-huh. It's true. It's true. It's like uh, I'm trying to think about it. Oh, that's that's one thing I'm impressed with. They they put like which one Yakuza Six since they have the uh the capability to put in game more arcade games and why did they put some uh, what uh, Final Fight Five isn't it? Yeah, they put <laughs> legit arcade game there. And why not? Nintendo I mean, like putting ice climbers. Oh, it's like Uncharted where you had uh, Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> we have the power to put a, a PS1 game inside uh, our our PS4 game. New Summer got a PS... Okay, a PS3 game. We can put it inside uh, a PS4 game. Essentially, if you... The best way to play Virtual Fighter 5 right now is mm. Yakuza 6. <laughs> For no reason. Because the rest Even as two off. player, you can play two player as well. Shit, I'm impressed and yet we're like shocked. Shocked, I say. But yeah. Uh, Anything else? So, oh, we're yeah, going to close the Cabaret Club. But, uh, oh, shit. Yeah, can, for this part of the podcast, can you just play like softly in the background the uh, Kiryu singing karaoke like when as we close out the <laughs> Kanye <Kanye-Kanye Kanye-Kanye> Club? <laughs> oh, Bakamita is already playing. Bakamita is already playing. <laughs> <laughs> you get a set. Uh, you get the set Kiryu there. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. Oh, for the for the thumbnail, can we have sad Kiryu and sad stalker together? <laughs> <laughs> And then a picture of Stalker <laughs> Stalker with the karaoke lyrics under him again <laughs> Yeah, that's how you know That's how you know one word with One this week is when we've got thumbnail discussion part way <laughs> So, uh, be- before we move to the, to the news Let's uh, Steam sale damage report Anan uh, I think the same as the podcast, I didn't buy any new games, so just Yakuza and The Fall, that's it. Ah, uh, and Cyberpunk? No, I didn't. I mean, you hear 5,000 copies being given for free, it's like, oh, there's a lot of copies, then you can see how many people are using Steam right now in the world. Twenty million. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. The odds are like playing lottery. <laughs> I update. I did not get my naughty maid game either. So sad. <laughs> sad. Uh, Daniel. Uh, the uh, like I said last week, I just bought uh Red Alert Three. Some the the put the Japanese expansion. Uh, okay, so I guess I, I've got the biggest damage lah. 
Because <laughs> uh, My damage is only 20 bucks <laughs> I think I've already mentioned Rackfest And the uh, Kingdom of Amalu DLC I, I eventually actually bought Monster Hunter World on PC Man, it looks amazing running on PC mm-hmm. oh. Only not potato It looks good And yeah, I've been playing that like 12 hours in Nothing much to say uh, Aside from that Game of Matters 2018 Game of the Year Ah, uh, the other thing mm-hmm. is I bought Void Bastards. So, Ooh. okay, imagine a roguelike, but it's played in the first person, a la Bioshock. So, mm. and from one, uh, the developers are uh, veterans from making Bioshock. So, there's a lineage there. It's basically a, um, yeah, it's roguelike. It has a lot of resource management. A lot of good designs where the it makes you wanting to manage all of your stuff, your material there. Even in the first level, you get to fight. Uh, you may face like a big enemy that you cannot uh defeat. So you have to play like stealthily or use your wits and outmaneuver them. Also, it looks like comic book. It literally looks like a comic book. Like, not even cell shading. It's like a comic book. Even some of the animations are, like, missing frames. <coughs> it's, it's a really strong look. And yeah, I've been enjoying it so far. Also, a lot of uh, dry British humor. Like, one of the things that you can craft is called the spiker, which is basically a poison thing that you can shoot. One of the materials used to craft this is an ion, blue, uh, ion brew. Someone just say Ion Brew. Ion Brew. And even I think I I found like some text or something uh, that basically talk the uh, Ion Brew is basically a, a drink that people uh, drink in that universe as well. You're chugging as an energy drink. So yeah, it's basically a, a reference to Ion Brew. Yeah. Not surprising so... because one of the writers is basically Scottish. So yeah, there you go. I I didn't even think of that pun because uh. In Tau, uh, in 40k, one the Tau's best guns is called the Ion Blaster. So, I now have a new name for my kill team. They're gonna be called <laughs> Ion Blue. <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot, a lot of those dry humor that doesn't, it doesn't feel like over the top. But when you think about it, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Like there's one place where there's a spaceship where inside there you get to find like a Robo Kitty, basically a pet thing, lah. So one of the advertisements say, uh, pet and confide to all of your secrets on us, on this cute little robot, because we get the data from that robot. And all of the materials huh. that you find on there, because there are a lot of different materials, kan? Uh, on that ship, mostly you get the data on there. Huh. It's, like, mm-hmm. it's pretty interesting. I'll, uh, I think I finally found the roguelike that I can play. Because all of the roguelikes, I just cannot... I like the design. I just cannot stand the gameplay. Not my kind of mm, thing. Yeah. La. It's not like it's bad. It's not... It's more like... That's not my thing. Immersive sim? Okay. Let's try it out. Yeah, I I get that. I get the thing with roguelikes. Because like, we talked about it on this podcast too. Like That's my issue with Dead Cells. It's a lovely game. But I just cannot handle the losing all your progress. Oh, the way, at least for Void Bastards, the way you lose your progress is that 
They make it a clear distinction. Okay, stuff that on your character sheet, okay, they'll be gone. But what the stuff that you are crafting on your workbench stuff, that's going to be carried on or for progression. And there's always like there's always like a goal that you're going to. Of course, there's like this, uh, like there's this star chart that you keep on going to and fro. It's basically like FTL or the the vacation style. Two times we mentioned FTL on them. So, uh, what was it? Ah, so you can basically you have this one main objective, but you can also like um put another marker. Or to search for specific materials to craft, uh, what you need. So you, if you think, oh, I need a new weapon today, so you can specifically target and find where you can get that, uh, that material you need. So there's a small goal and a larger goal for that. It keeps, I I think a lot of good decisions are being made here. Yeah, and also the comic book look. That looks striking, man. This. Best aesthetic already on the board for this one. <laughs> so with that, I guess we're moving over to the news. The news. To the news. Headline number one. <laughs> with. Mm. Mm. Where do we start? Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think we're gonna go with the third story here, but let me just read out what your options were. Like, thank God that someone's editing this, because yeah. Your choices were Gamer Girl Bathwater or <laughs> Scummy G2A or Switch Lite. Uh, just a quick tap for that. Gamer Girl Bathwater. The internet is weird and yeah, y'all need Jesus. Uh, number G2A. G2A sucks. I, I don't want to talk about G2A because G2A is depressing. So we're talking about the Switch Lite instead. That was announced like literally yesterday, as of this recording. Mm-hmm. So, what do we know about the Switch Lite? <coughs> a bit smaller, five point five inch screen. It's thirty percent lighter than the Switch. More uh, battery life. Not much more battery life, but a bit more. Yeah, but still on the board battery life. Uh. <laughs> Then what else? Disable TV out. Yeah, 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 it's pure handheld. Like you cannot take out the Joy Cons. You cannot plug it into a TV. Can you still put it in a dock though? No. Like it doesn't come with the there's thing. No, there's no HDMI port. No, I mean no, the Switch doesn't have HDMI port. It's the the dock that has the HDMI port. Ah, uh, yeah, no, that's so, it. Just it's just the part that pass plug the what you call it the USB C. Ah, okay. So you can't even... Just for charging. Yes. Ah, okay. So you can't even just get it as as a supplementary switch so that you all share one dog. Okay, that makes sense. So yeah, if if you're, if you're like just into Pokemon or Monster Hunter or whatever, you're like, I don't, I don't need any of the other bells and whistles on the switch, then this is the switch for you. Honestly, I think you're missing out because the... One, you can't play fighting games. Like, uh, my favorite thing to do now is throw down my Switch, take apart the Joy-Cons, and, you know, have impromptu fighting game tournaments on the street. Melty blood for Switch, please. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) But that's... But yeah, you know, 
it's a cheaper switch. It's like what was it, eight hundred? Yeah, expected to be eight hundred. I think that I think I saw a shop. It's selling at seven hundred ninety nine. Ringgit. Mm. Ringgit Malaysia. So that's really. Yeah, and uh, games going forward will have a sticker to tell you if it's if it will work with the Switch Lite or not. No, it's. I think they already have it now. Like you can play it on dock or portable. So there now it'll be more prominent. Mm. So yeah, I'm trying to think like what games really really I... use the like that you wouldn't be able to play on the Switch. What like do this, it doesn't <laughs> on the Switch, yes. That's all that's all. Huh? So no, we like know, Smash... not losing out. <laughs> you're not losing out. You're not losing uh, just out. dance. Just dance. Because uh. it it does need the motion control uh, the joycon motion thingy. Yeah. Uh, Laura K yeah, huh? Laura K was also saying that the Labo Labo VR stuff won't work. Uh, right Labo now. won't work because it needs the IR and the motion sensor. So no go, no HD rumble. Like... Well. No, yeah. Which is so also no... not a big loss. Unless you want the head holding simulator, <laughs> the Senra Kagura reflections. Okay, <laughs> you can play Senra Kagura on the mo- on on the Switch Lite, yeah. Or or at least you'll be missing out some features. That, like it's like for the games Zelda, Mario, Xenoblade is fine because both because they support portable play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I might pick up that up because I want to play Zelda so bad. Mm-hmm. It's fun. How about Fire Emblem? <laughs> That's my second choice. <laughs> Fire oh, Emblem. You'll probably you'll probably be able to play Astral Chain on it too. Ooh. Dark Souls. Dark yeah, Dark Souls. Nah, nah I, I am not Dark Souls fan. The, dude, Dark Souls yeah. on handheld is uh that's that's a thing. Yeah. Like it just feels it feels wrong. It feels wrong <laughs> playing it on handheld. Tak dala, dala is not portable mode. Takut champak. Yeah, exactly. I'm just like, I cannot, I cannot give in to my controller throwing impulses here because that's the whole console. <laughs> If the joy coil itself to Molina, so it's like, okay, just ah, throw it at the couch or something. Tapi this one you're holding the whole console itself. Uh. But yes, that's the Switch Lite. Uh, naturally, there's a Pokemon Special Edition because you can play it with, you can use it to play Pokemon Sword and Shield. The color ranges are like, it's either Pikachu Yellow, Solid Snake Grey, <laughs> or Miku Turquoise. Dude, uh, like that Miku color is genius because the the 3ds had it as well in Japan. Yeah, and like, now it's all white. Speaker. It's just one tad different from Mac Mac Green. So I'm if I'm going to pick it up, that's the color. Oh, yeah. Yeah. the Miku Miku turquoise. Yeah, I yeah. just realized no, Mac and Miku was like... pretty close color wise. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is he is he secretly Miku? Miku. Mm. <laughs> Miku? Miku, Miku. That's my idol name. Right? <laughs> I have, to, I, when Mac buys the, the Switch Lite, we have to like get a bunch of Miku decals and put and like put, put them on his Switch when he's not looking. I wouldn't mind basically. 
Uh, boy. Okay. So, yeah, I also think they've uh words and rumors about another switch coming but not this year yeah yeah not Is this it? year maybe next year so have fun lah next year going to buy the ps5 <laughs> xbox scarlet or a switch pro good luck mm-hmm. oh also shout out to the person who made that joke on twitter that because you don't have the switching capabilities it's not a nintendo switch it's a nintendo bottom like, you are... <laughs> um, <laughs> you are the true comedian here. <laughs> so, other news stories. Remedy now owns the Alan Wake IP. Alan Wake's the one with the words, right? The one with the yeah. energizer battery. Yes. <laughs> cool. So, uh, coming to PS4, maybe? <laughs> oh, nice. I always mix it up with Heavy Rain. Uh, people Can Fly are open to making a sequel to Bullet Storm. Cool. Just do it then. No, they're under Gearbox cancel, so Sasuke. No, 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 no. Uh, basically, they, uh, People Can Fly do own the IP. <coughs> so they can oh, make the Bullet Storm. The next sequel to Bullet Storm. But right now, but right now, they have Square Enix money and they are making Outriders. That oh, real yeah, sci-fi yeah, yeah. shooter thing that Square Enix mentioned at E3. Okay. So, we'll wait for that. For now, they are so under next... Square Enix payroll. <laughs> so, next gen then. Okay. EA struggles with being the bad guys. I mean, climbing <laughs> a fucking river, EA. I, I mean, the one saying it has been with EA for 25 years. I mean, if you're inside uh, a hellhole, you don't know it's a hellhole. That's the thing. It's true. If, you were, if your face is in someone's asshole long enough, you think it's just nighttime. <laughs> <laughs> one thing of positive from that weird interview is, well, the EA original thing about the indie label thing, that's actually a pretty good deal. Essentially, EA only takes the amount of money to cover their expenses for publishing and probably marketing. But they don't make any profit. Profit all goes to the developers. Also, mm. Sea of Solitude just released. Yeah, I, I saw that. It was, it's okay. Looks okay. Um, don't worry. Yes. It, it won't keep, <laughs> you won't be feeding EA too much if you're going to buy their indie games. That's the thing. Oh, also, also, one more kick for EA before we move on to the next story. Uh, Anthem secondhand is like 50 bucks. Oh, shit. 49. 49. <laughs> we saw it at 49. Uh, yeah, 49.50. It's just, it's one ringgit, man. That's a fucking McDonald's ice cream cone. <laughs> you buy yourself a copy of uh, Anthem and an ice cream. And an ice cream cone to hide the shame. <laughs> uh... So, we had an interesting thing happen with PS Plus, where at first it was supposed to be Pez this this month for PS Plus. And then suddenly, surprise, it's not political David Cage. <laughs> we got Detroit. Apparently, Sony's to blame for that. How'd that work? Because... Uh, there was some licensing issues in Detroit at first, so that's why. So Pest was there like four game, so because it is a it is a sports game, so they don't care about licensing. But at the last minute, mm-hmm. they get uh, Detroit. So 
all's fair ends well. All's well that ends well. You get to play uh, emotions the game. <laughs> not political though. It's not political. No, it's not political. It's, just it's, not, it's not political. It's not political. We have a dream. Not this political. group, this group of people that are significantly less than another group of people, they want rights, but it's not political. Just because no. they're the minorities doesn't make them political. Yeah, <laughs> no. That that fist doesn't mean anything. <laughs> that dream doesn't mean anything. It's not political, guys. Uh, Epic offering refunds from crowdfunded games turning Epic exclusive after Shenmue 3. Fuck Epic. <laughs> Fuck Epic. Okay, next news. <laughs> yeah, listen back to what we said about Epic last time on the podcast. Still relevant now. Fuck Epic. Uh, Yoko Taro. And that's all I'm going to say. Someone explain to me this news story. Uh, go check the link and read the quotes. That's all I'm going to say. Does <laughs> uh, Yoko Taro think that no one wants to... <laughs> okay, while someone is looking at the, the quotes, basically, uh, Yoko Taro has this co- a new game called Sino Alice, a mobile game he helped design. And it's coming out yeah. like Ju- this month or something. And to uh, to promote the launch of the worldwide release, the publishers, Netzon, had an interview with Yoko Taro and one of the guys who's developing it. And it's full of golden quotes. Like while mobile games golden. are given service endlessly, we can't know when they're going to end. Thus, Sino Alice is structured in such a way that it comes to an end after certain conditions are met. The situation <laughs> is there is no ending in sight because the game is doing better than expected, so the conditions will not be met. Therefore, I came to realize making games is really hard. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Uh, operations department requested Yoko Taro the characters they wanted and he in turn ignored them. He made a uh, fun uh, setting then he just sent it to the illustrator Gino who also took Yoko Taro's request as mere reference did as he pleased. So our game is always going in an unexpected direction. That almost sounds passive aggressive. <laughs> Square Enix or Pokilabo say they want girls in a bathing suit or something that sells well. That's why I have to work hard on the story. <laughs> No shit at all. <laughs> On working with Neo Automata music director Keiichi Okabe, I just gave him some YouTube links and said, make music like this. <laughs> what I want you to know is that Okabe has become very conceited now that his music is being praised. Those of you who are here today, don't write about his music. Please talk about <laughs> his vanity instead. I beg you. Uh, I can't wait oh, yeah. to meet these men next month. Yeah, <laughs> we, this, that happened. Yeah, that's Yoko Taro's coming to KL, guys. Uh, <laughs> someone please write to at Animangaki to get us a one-on-one session with him because we need to give him his award for 2017 Game of the Year, which is a Snickers bar and a cert. Uh, <laughs> frame certificate. <laughs> frame certificate, not frame Snickers bar so you can eat it. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, at Animangaki, tell them, please let Dia.log meet uh, Yoko Taro and maybe link them this episode. <laughs> NVIDIA, NVIDIA RTX Super launched to undercut AMD's new GPU. AMD cuts prices as retaliation. Tech priests! <laughs> to the stage, 
I'm not. I'm not the one writing this. <laughs> I have no idea. Like what? The problem is RTX Super. By okay. the way, is is the real name and like what? <laughs> That's the okay. weird thing. <laughs> My take on this is that okay, Super is basically TI but for RTX. Uh, yeah, there is TDI. already an RTX 20 Ti, which is even more confusing. <laughs> I don't know. That is Nvidia just oh. fumbling or just shit. Yeah. AMD da is about to launch something new. Ah. Launch something super. Also, they are using the word super. It sounds, <laughs> it sounds very East Asian, very Chinese. They use like random words, random super <laughs> words. Well, we, we'll wait until the RTX 2080 Super Ti, which we're going to call it STI, which makes NVIDIA a Subaru. <laughs> or syphilis. Syphilis is the one. And is the Mitsubishi over there with the red color. So basically, this is bas- we are seeing the graphic card wars. So people yeah. are competing, they are making better products, and they are selling it much more cheaper. And we as consumers can clap our hands. Thank you, competition. <laughs> so, Metal Wolf Chaos did not manage to launch in time for 4th of July. But we're getting it August 6th. Yeah. yeah. Kind of sad it's not coming to Switch. But, yet. uh, yeah. But, to uh, take America back. Believe in your own justice. Because why? Because I am the president of the United States of America. There's literally no other Metal Wolf news. We're just we're just reading off Metal Wolf quotes at this point. Uh, <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077 got a Swedish punk band to portray the in-game band Samurai. For those complaining so why Keanu isn't singing, this is your answer. They got a real punk band to cover them, and there's already a single out there chipping in. I did, yeah. I did some reading and apparently in universe, in the Cyberpunk universe, Samurai already released Chipping In as a single. It's already an in-game name, in-game thing. Well, tabletop. I so basically, I think we heard that song in the, in the first ETU demo last year. Yes, yeah, I, probably. Yes, yes. They, they've mentioned that as well. So essentially, uh. this band will make real versions of the songs mentioned in the cyberpunk law and maybe add their own for just for cyberpunk 2077 so that's cool and they got a yeah, good man. punk literally punk in the cyberpunk <laughs> yeah and in positive news sgdq 2019 broke a donation record with 3 million usd raised for charity good job gamers last year was 2 million there's a million more. Yeah, yeah man. And now, and now, uh, instead of having a second news story, I have an idea for a new segment. Because I feel like <laughs> it's not it's not that bad, guys. No, I just feel like we need to connect with the audience better. You know, I feel like our weak reports are very formal. Despite my efforts, my constant efforts to make them as uninformal as possible. So I have prepared just simple questions. Ah, mm, ah, I always okay, smell okay. it from here. Mm, okay, <laughs> fine. No, I mean, this is going to happen eventually. So why not now? Oh, fine. Okay. We're, we're a panel. We need, we need to do more paneling. So what is the weirdest reason 
you have checked the game out. Like, you know, obviously you see a trailer and you're like, this game looks cool, so you check the game out. But what's... So besides that, what are the weird reasons you've checked the game out? Uh, who goes first? I don't know. Who, who, whoever who got, you? got an answer first. I'm still, <laughs> I'm still Googling my, my inner database for this. I think I'll go first. Uh, there's one reason why I checked out uh, Near Automata. Mm-hmm. It was because it's before. It's not the new Automata. I think it's near the original. Uh-huh. Because I've because I just bought it. Okay, you have to read it. I just bought it out of whim in some Indonesian shop. So like, what is this game? Near tak pernah dengar. So the first thing I've searched on Google right, is was there punya this storyline where. Uh, well, one of the Romanian can uh main character uh female character Kanye Kane I guess. Yeah, it's Kane. Kane. Yeah. Uh, she. This was I think one of the stories that it was after the battle. So. Uh, after the battle, and she had to, uh, <clears throat> pressure herself after a battle. And that was mm-hmm. the first thing I've read about New Automata. Near, you mean? Yeah, near itself. So, like, the question was uh, the, the weirdest thing, and the weirdest thing I've heard. Yeah, that small story about uh, one of the uh, female characters uh, pleasuring themselves in a forest is how I got to know near as a series. But just by you saying that Yokotaro has gotten more, you know, in like Bloodborne, when you get your message your message gets rated that's that's uh-huh. yokotaro right now it's just like boom someone being they got tokyo right now oh i feel my life fibers increasing <laughs> tenfolds and do you have and then what about you and make this well I, well, I don't have a, oh. a straight answer, <coughs> but I do have this one reason. No reason. What this one weird thing that made me attached to this one game? It was one of mm-hmm. the Tiger Woods PGA Tour games on the PS2. Mm-hmm. The only reason I play it because my dad was playing it, but that's the only thing I know about golf by that time. But then one lucky day, I tried to. What? Why not? Why? Why not? Give it, give it a tool, give it a spin, give it a shot, and guys, you know this is one of the first sports games that actually have RPG elements. That you have to upgrade your stats and you have to buy your equipment, get those rare equipment to fight the better, the stronger golfers. I don't know why. I'm just imagining now, like uh, Tiger Woods visiting the plane doll. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, yeah, Tiger Woods is basically the final boss battle. Ah, uh, oh wow, so Tiger Woods is German, huh? Basically, okay. that's a. Uh... And then, hmm, what is that? No, okay, you uh... can attack direct. You can start step. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have I have this obsession with Dead Space games. Mm-hmm. One of, okay, I, I think one of the reasons is that uh, my my childhood, I've been enamored with Iron Man. So this kind of mech uh, wearing, wearing suits, game with suits, is something yeah. like uh, in my subconscious. So 
I really like games uh, uh with with like interchangeable suits. So like movies like Iron Man and you have to like Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Like, suits, it's something I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is, does it fit the question? I don't know. <laughs> that's kind of that's that that works. I guess it's a bit it's a bit more to the plain side. Yeah. So. I'm gonna give oh, you my answer. I've, it, it's an answer I've given on the podcast before. But so Persona Five, like I had no contact with Persona prior to P Five, right? Okay. It's like Dangan Ronpa. It's one of those things where like I know there's people really into it, but I could never like go to check it out. And then suddenly P Five comes out, and I see this fucker stealing my look, right? <laughs> okay. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why Why have I been turned into an anime boy? So I check it out, and then, as we all know, I am not terminally addicted to anything P5. Speaking of which, that P5 Valentine's episode, really good. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my that's my story of how I got into P5. Uh, we have time, by the way. We have time. <laughs> We have time. We have... Oh, sweet, cool. Because I have a second question. I had a second question backed up just in case. Okay, wow. nice. We have I time. Mean, my answer is is insufficient enough. Since I can do it. No, this okay, is the, the first sec- time. The second question is, what is your game like? Your side gaming guilty pleasure, like it's something related to a game, but is not necessarily the game, and it's. Like your guilty pleasure for that. For example, maybe you watch the Dante's Inferno animated series. <laughs> Don't watch it, by the way. It's really bad. Uh, <laughs> so, I I will leave you some time to think about this, and while while you think about it, I will tell you mine. I just got into the review starlight. Stage plays. Oh God, you in the, you in too deep now, man. Hey, welcome to Idol Hell. I am true. <laughs> no, dude. This is okay. First off, they are campy as hell, and I love it. They are so campy. It's great. Uh, secondly, every single one of the actresses are fucking badasses. They're like space marines outside of armor. Because those those performances, they're like, they sing, they fight, and some of them even do fucking gymnastics. Like, shit, dude. I was just watching one of the, one of the bits with my brother this, this morning, and like, one of the girls, like, she has a mace, and she twirls it like a baton, and she fucking throws it in the air and catches it, and I'm just like, while singing, by the way, and I'm just like, what the shit, girl? That is <laughs> badass. But yeah, man, that's campy as shit. And I know the world is sick of me talking about Review Starlight because every single one of my friends, like, they kind of just go like, oh, okay, you're talking about Review Starlight again? I'm like, yep, this is how it's going to be now, guys. Those things are great. <laughs> we, we have gone too far. Also, by the way, uh, Daniel, you would be pleased to know, to uh, it is Banana's birthday. Ooh. July 12th. Banana. Yeah. So, give me your answers, guys. You've, you've heard my, my embarrassing stage play story. 
not related game, but it's not related to games. Eh? Yeah, just go ahead. Guilty pleasure the shit. I guess maybe it's the maybe since I've entered Love Life, because Love is also a rhythm game, not as not in the vein of Starlight. It's just a rhythm game all in all. Mm-hmm. I have now, I think I've spent like 500 ringgit-ish within the five years of being an idol in Japan. Oof. Mostly this, on... Does this count the plushie I bought for you from Japan? Yeah, yeah it counts. <laughs> so like 400, 500, I so, so if anyone asks me, where, where do you get the money? Where does your money go? Or idol merch. Mm-hmm. That's how they get you. Oh, did did you hear? Like apparently, uh, was it Love Life? They put through an earthquake. Yep, yep. That's the one. <laughs> you see, the power of Love Life. Even earthquakes cannot move them. That's how good they are. Good. You know, I will. We always hear like if you if you grew up in a government school. You always have the Ustaza telling you about these dubious sounding miracles that happen to prove to you like that that God is real. What does I wonder what they have to say about that? Like these idols push through an earthquake. These nine these nine girls put sang to an earthquake dance through the their soul as a seven point one earthquake reach to California. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh yeah, so uh, Mac, come on, you cannot hide your shame anymore. That's the problem. I don't know what to be shameful of. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea about this. I this mean... is like r slash unexpected wholesome. I, mean... I have nothing to be <laughs> I mean... shameful of. Okay, okay, uh, I have one. Okay, okay, go. Uh, because of Yakuza Zero, I've now started practicing the hustle dance. Oh, the hustle! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. Oh my god. You know how terrible that thing is. I cannot help it. So no, Ani, I love you. For the first question, I found the, the correct answer. I mean, I, oh. my own experience, okay. Uh, my first RTS experience is uh, with a very obscure game called Mayday Conflict. You, you guys Google it. Mayday okay. Conflict Mayday Conflict It's very obscure. Okay, yeah, that looks obscure. <laughs> and the the only, the reason I got it is because uh some guy, uh, uh I think he's an an okay, uh, and that this is during my primary school. Uh, near nearby my house, there's a an employed guy. He He's selling his old PC games. So sometimes I go there and I buy his PC game like one day's five ringgit. So that the only reason I got is because he's selling off his PC games. That's a, that. So that's how you got into this into into this game. I love the art style, by the way. I miss yeah. RTS games having this art style. So how do I say this? When I bought it, I installed and then I I don't even know how to play RTS. And I'm like, okay, I'll just punch through this game, whatever. And then they show uh, one of the factions, like uh, the, the Taliban, whatever, <laughs> the, the Middle East. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this looks good. 
And then uh, I found out about the whole RTS genre, which is basically like the same factions, the Americans, the Chinese, and the the Arabs. <laughs> the common RTS yep, yep. trope. Every, every uh, contemporary RTS, man. That's, yeah. that's all the factions. Sometimes there's Russia, too. Like Yuri in Command and Conquer. Uh, I, I mean, this game is very obscure. I, I, I really cannot find it like for the next few years. And until until now, like, I I finally found the eye, so I can play it again. I I love that feeling when you're like you played an obscure game and you're like, did I hallucinate this game? Did it really exist? <laughs> yeah, because I literally searched for Mayday game, and nothing. I didn't find anything. Until oh, I that was the correct word. That was me and this game called Texter. Uh, I played Texter '95 as a kid, and so like. I'm just, I was just convinced that the game, like, I hallucinated the game because I, could, I couldn't find anything about it later on. Oh, you guys are reminding me of that one game. You know, there's one game in P- on PS1 that plays, like, Virtual On that is built by a defunct Chinese company that I've been <laughs> so, so, so many times keep on recalling what's the name again or oh, forgot. Ah, uh, do Google, 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 Google. Okay, found the name. Okay, remember the name. Forgot. Okay, do the second time. This is the third time I I tried to recall that name again. I keep on reminding about Armored Core Project Phantasma. It's not Armored Core. It's from some dubious Chinese company. It plays like what you're on. <laughs> it's on PS1. I forgot the name again. Have you remembered it now? No. no, I loved it. I probably I summon future Mac if needed. Cool. So I guess, uh, since Mac is too wholesome to have guilty, guilty pleasures. Yeah, the only uh, thing I, I can think of is that I do the hustle dance. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I was I was watching that clip. I would do the hustle dance. Hmm? Therapy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. If we get a panel at AMG. <laughs> and there are more than what was the number of people at Vax? Like there 20. were ten. Twenty. Okay, so if we can get twenty-five people at AMG, there's I will do the hustle. <laughs> <laughs> we'll bring out the Kanohi mask of shit posting, and we will and. The hustle will be done. This is your guarantee, your warm guarantee. Well, you gotta get 25 people. 24 won't cut it. 25. 25? So I guess that ra- that's a podcast. Uh, thumbnail discussion. I remember Stalker and Kiryu uh, said Kiryu. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Stalker tried. <laughs> Uh, I would be remiss if we didn't have a robot with a tea party. Okay. So, uh, further photographic proof that robots do indeed have tea parties. <laughs> uh, well... No, we already have a warframe there, so... Mm, what else? <laughs> we already have a warframe. Yeah, the soccer is a warframe there. Uh... uh... Something Yakuza related. Oh no, yeah, we oh, have yeah, Yakuza. Well. <laughs> That's the problem. I don't know. Uh... Something F- F1 related, I guess. Uh... I mean, like, me we alone. cannot commission Kimi Reckon. Yeah, we, we can't commission, commission that yet. Uh, we can't commission that yet, so no. 
Or oh, maybe just uh hmm. Maybe it's Nintendo Switch related one. The Switch Lite. Yeah, the Miku Colored Switch Lite. Nah, ah, the Miku Colored yes. Switch and then put after the Miku. Yeah. <laughs> okay, this is this this sounds like this sounds like a thing. Okay, recap again, just in case. Ah, uh, so we have Sad Sad Stalker and Kiryu. Okay. We have a robot with a tea party, and we have Hatsune Miku as a Switch. Yes. <laughs> Alright. So do the shilling then. Let's switch do the shilling. So you can follow me on Twitter at Wamerol. Give me money. Patreon.com slash Wamerol. Uh since I'm in convention prep mode, my Patreon's gonna be particularly busy. So you know you wanna sub in for that if you wanna see uh get early previews. Usually I post stuff like the day after it goes up on Patreon. But since it's convention stuff, you probably won't see this stuff until like the week before AMG. Also, I'm going to be at AMG. Uh, still don't have booth information yet, but check it out there. We ha- I have a new review on the site. It's Professor Lupo and His Horrible Pets. It's a really funny game. No, that's a fun game. Well, yeah. So <laughs> that, that should tell you about it. And also first impressions of Kill la Kill the Game If. That's actually what it's called, by the way. It's not IF. The game actually calls it IF. <laughs> uh, that's everything. Also, uh, come come to the Warhammer store in Publica. You'll probably see me there on weekends. I'm usually hanging around there. Uh, Daniel, what's going on with you? Okay, you can follow me on Twitter at FL4KY. I've just recovered from a bout of sickness. <laughs> So oh, yeah, Papa Not Girl has been has been hanging out with. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I guess there will be a review about. Uh, I guess I don't know MotoGP going this week, this Sunday I guess. And uh-huh. also do uh, do follow the the fun races this week and next week. Yeah, go make sure to message Daniel the moment he his words and has to pay for Rule 63. Kimi Raikkonen. Kimi Raikkonen, yeah. Uh, none. Uh, none? Nope. Cool. <laughs> As always, not, not even another trail crumb. Mm-hmm. Not today. And I've been Amirul Mekronas Ashraf. You can find a lot of new content coming. Not coming. Already on GameMatters.com. Including a review of the Mighty Quest for Epic Loot. A mobile game that is out now. And upcoming as well. There's a review for the Lenovo Legion Y50. Also coming out soon. And expect more reviews. Some that we might not even uh, got covering got to cover in Dialog on GameMatters.com so head over there and check it out and this has Yo! been Dialog the Game Matters Podcast and, and now this is True Love We're Making <laughs> no this is peace and serenity tranquil and serenity see ya
Ah, found the team. Project Gayari. God damn Project Gayari. Ah, jumpa dah. Project Gayari. G-A-I-A-R-A-Y. So obscure. 